0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Goal Line Stuff podcast, the show where we talk about anything and everything football related. I'm Alex Kyrkjeev. And I'm Michael San
1: Antonio. And boy, do we have a show for you today. Um, a lot of stuff has happened in the NFL over the last six weeks. We've seen quarterbacks take over. Um, we've seen teams that, you know, haven't, didn't look good, weren't projected to be good going five and one, uh, going six and 0 oh. We've seen um, teams that were supposed to be great, like the Chiefs having really awful and you know weird starts. Um, we've seen a coach get fired already through week six, the coach that we thought wouldn't get fired. Uh, so there's been a lot of controversy, Alex, so far this football season. And I think it's really shaping up to be one of the, uh, the best football seasons
0: we've seen in a while. It's certainly been a weird one so far. Um, I don't think anyone expected Urban Meyer to outlast John Gruden especially this far into the season. Like, oh, I know. I mean, um, I think honestly,
1: I mean, urban Meyer is the worst coach in football right now and his actions just make it even worse. You know what's going on in Jacksonville. I feel really bad for those young
0: players there. I I do agree with you. I feel bad. And urban Meyer is not a good coach, but, but some of the things urban Meyer says are just flat out hilarious. He, he genuinely expected the Jaguars to be able to go for 500 yards of offense. Every week, I think there's only one team in the history of the NFL who's done that.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and the guys off the field issues just are, you know, they're a distraction to the team. I mean, you got a young quarterback who's, you know, he's been struggling so far. Um, you got, you know, James Robinson, a good running back. You got some defensive weapons. You, you, you know, you have some, some, some talent on that team and some real potential. And he's really just not utilizing it correctly. And he's really just not being the coach and the role model that he needs to be for an NFL team.
0: Yeah, I agree. The The stuff he's done off field is, is bad. And I, I don't know how long he's going to last. Probably not very long, but yeah, no,
1: I agree. I think he, I think he's gone after this year. Really? I do. And he's I think, gone? yeah, I think likely he'll be fired before the year's over. Um, I don't think so. You don't think I, so? I think he has at least another year in him. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, I am surprised Gruden's gone, although I do think it's warranted. I mean, you can't be doing that type of stuff um, in this day and age. And, you know, the league's going to crack down on that. I mean, they don't tolerate, you know, um, racism. They're not tolerating um, uh, homophobia of any sort. So, and, you know, it's really a shame. The Raiders looked like pretty good uh, first couple games this year. Um, I think that's a huge blow on their season. And, yeah, I mean, we're not going to get too into coaches, but, I mean, those are two pretty big, you know, situations going on at head coach. And um, I think Gruden really let his team down, you know, getting fired and with all that stuff that's been going on.
0: Gruden let everyone down with what he did. Like, that, that's yeah. inexcusable. It but, is inexcusable. But at the first game after he got fired, they the offense looked good. They put up, what, 34?
1: Against Denver, though. Still,
0: yeah, Denver's, they have a good defense. Uh, Denver's a, a good secondary.
1: Denver, uh, Denver's – one of the most overrated teams in the league, in my opinion. I,
0: I don't think I would call them overrated. I think everyone knows they're not very good. But they, do they though? They do have a good secondary with with Kyle Fuller and Patrick
1: Sertan. They do have a good a good young secondary. I mean Sertan is young, but yeah, they have they have a good secondary. They have some good players still on the defensive side of the ball. Uh they're still ranked as a top ten, top five defense by a lot of people. And I think that they are a top five defense, but their offense is just so awful that it kind of outdoes it, in my opinion.
0: I just think it's really funny how everyone was hyping them up after they went three and zero. When their first three weeks, their schedule, I I genuinely don't think you can pick out three worse teams. Oh, I know. It's to to, to play, sense. they play, they play Jacksonville, the Jets, and the Giants. There is genuinely, genuinely not three worst teams you could pick for them to play.
1: And I love how people are hyping up Teddy Bridgewater. Like he's, you know, going to be some superstar. Like, come on. He is what we thought he was,
0: which is a very, very mediocre quarterback who is serviceable. I I don't don't, plan for a year. You can even call him mediocre. I mean, he got dumped for Sam Darnold. (laughs) True. true. That's Very true. Good point. I like Um, Sam Darnold a lot.
1: Yeah. I don't like Sam Darnold. Um, but you know, the, the Panthers having a good year. Um, a lot of teams are having good years. A lot of teams are also struggling. Um, I think let's get into the next segment of the show and let's talk about uh, some struggling teams and then some teams that have been really successful through these first six weeks. Alex, you want to go
0: first? Yeah, uh, with the successful team, I really want to start with the the only undefeated team left in the NFL, the, the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. They have beat some very good teams and they've been dominant for most of the most of the year the only game they really struggled with was minnesota which they should have actually lost that game but if i recall correctly the the vikings kicker missed the game winning field goal yeah he missed the 37 yard field goal that would have lost that would have won them the game yeah classic minnesota vikings am i right but classic vikings oh my gosh I mean, but they've dominated every other opponent tennessee is a four and two team they beat them by 25 points la rams are an amazing team they beat them by three scores Cleveland Browns, which they're not really that great right now, but they still dominated the Browns and made it look easy for what's still not a bad team. Their Their offense has been like really great with Kyler Murray at this point. And Kyler Murray is developing into one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. I might call him top 10 at this point in his career. He's top 10. Not might. I, I think he's top eight, honestly. I mean, top eight? Yeah. I don't know that I would go that far. Hmm. But Cliff Kingsbury seems to have really figured out his offense to the point where he can consistently put up 30 plus point games every week. They have, they've only gone below 31 week and that was against San Francisco when they only put up 17. And that was a, a grind fest of a game where they had to make some key stops and run the ball down, which that's another story with Arizona. Their defense has been really great. They held Tennessee 13 points. They held, the rams 20 points, cleveland 14, san francisco 10. and that defense had had always held that team back because the defense just never could get stops. and the additions of jj watt and the the resurgence of chandler jones, he had five sacks week 1. that that those edge rushers have really helped that defense step up and support the offense and we're seeing that the Cardinals are one of if not the best team in the league because of it
1: yeah no I I completely agree with you I mean on both sides of the ball they're elite and that's not something you could usually say about a team I mean they're really it looks like right now offensively and defensively you could make a case that they've been the best on both sides of the ball I wouldn't go as far as to say that I don't think maybe they're the best on both sides but I think you could definitely make a case for it um, they got guys playing great on both sides. Kyler, MVP candidate. And, you know, one of their, the, I guess their second best player, maybe even their best player, I guess, D-Hop, is having a down year too. So, I mean, that tells you something how good they've been this year. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I want to know your opinion. Um, you think it's going to last? You think the Cardinals are going to
0: have a deep playoff run, Alex? Um, I think they definitely could have a deep playoff run. The NFC is really tough, especially their division. Well, it's yeah, not as NFC tough as everyone, it's, not, it's not as tough as everyone thought it would be because Russell Wilson's out. The Niners are not what we expected them to be. At least they're not what I expected them to be because I expected them to be a really good team this year. But it's it's really just a two-team race at this point. But they're they'll comfortably make the playoffs because after the Rams, the number one, the number two wildcard team is the Saints at three and two. Mm-hmm. And the even if they don't win the division, they'll still be in the playoffs easily. And I think they can Like, out of the NFC playoff teams at this current moment, they're better than Minnesota. They're better than the Saints. They're better than the Rams, I think we can say. They're better than Dallas. I think Green Bay could beat them. I think Tampa could beat them. But i easily see a deep playoff run coming from the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's very valid, and I think I agree with you there. I mean, I think Rams are taking the division, although that's, you know, maybe not right now with how Arizona's playing. Um, But, yeah, um, Arizona looks great, and I think they're going to continue looking great i are going to go to my pick now um, for a team that's been really successful. Oh. And as an Eagles fan, as much as this pains me to say, uh, Dallas Cowboys look fantastic right now. Um, you know, Dak came back from the injury. Everyone's like, Oh, is that going to be good? Is, you know, how's, how's his, um, how's his mobility going to look? Is he going to be able to, you know, stand in the pocket and make the type of throws he was making before that scary injury. And he looks great. I mean, Um, I really think that, you know, Mike McCarthy and the entire um, Dallas coaching staff has really catered to, you know, what that team needs on offense. I think that um, the run to pass balance has been incredible this year. I mean, we're seeing Tony Pollard and Zeke just going crazy on the ground. Zeke looks again now like a top five running back like he used to be. Uh, Um, You're seeing CeeDee Lamb, um, Amari Cooper playing pretty well. Um, you know, they don't have to pass too much to win. And then on defense, you know, you got you know, they're make they're forcing turnovers, uh making stops. You got Trayvon Diggs with seven picks in six games. Defensive player of the year candidate. I mean, I don't think he'll win it, and I don't think he's the best corner in the league, like some people are hyping him up to be. But he's on pace for 20 picks this year. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, and you know, um... they're
1: five and one. Uh, they've beat some really good teams. Uh And, you know, they almost beat the Bucs week one, and they've been um, staying up to that standard. Um, So in my opinion, honestly, they're taking NFC East, no question. Um, That's something I didn't think would happen before the season started. And I think that they're going to make it pretty deep in the playoffs. I really do. I I don't think they're a Super Bowl uh, team. I don't think they're going to make the Super Bowl. But I do think that, you know, they could possibly make the NFC championship with how they're playing right now. And you know, I honestly wouldn't doubt it.
0: Are you if trying they to keep say this that, run
1: to pass balance going on offense, and that you know they keep forcing turnovers on defense, how do you feel about that, that Alex? This is finally, Dallas's year. Ah, uh, I mean, is it's their, their year, year to be successful, but it's not their that year, Super year. Bowl year that everybody, you know, all the it's Dallas fans. It's their fans year every year, though.
0: <laughs> what I think it's hilarious that Trayvon Diggs has one less catch than Brandon Ayuk, who's a wide receiver, and has one more touchdown than Ayuk. That that's just. Something I thought was funny, but Dallas has genuinely been really good as much as I can't stand them. And Dak, Dak, I've always been a fan of because of his off the field stuff, the way he stood up for mental health. But he, he did, he did really come back strong this year. I didn't think that he would be as confident with his ankle injury. Like we knew there really wouldn't be that many physical implications because a break of a bone is objectively not as bad as tearing a ligament. Yeah, but still, you know, um, Still, even after any injury, you know, there could be lots of – It's it's a, mental a it's a mental you know. thing. Like yeah. stepping up in the pocket, being mobile, because he, he is a big – he's very mobile, and, and running is a pretty solid part of his game. And so we wouldn't know how – we didn't know how much that would affect him, but it, it genuinely has not affected him at all. And the the emergence of C.D. Lam, Lamb has been huge for them. C.D. is easily their best receiver at this point. A little bit of a hot take. Amari hasn't done anything since the first week.
1: I think CD Lamb is performing as their best receiver. I think if we take pure talent, put them on every team in the league, I think Amari Cooper may still be a little better, but I think CD Lamb's going to overtake Amari um really soon. And that's my opinion. And yeah, I mean he's he's a he's a beast. CD
0: Lamb is a beast. Yeah, which which is really unfortunate because CD Lamb should be a Philadelphia Eagle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's, let's not. Let's not talk about what the Eagles should have done, you know. Well let's let's stay out of that. I don't want to be depressed tonight, man. The, the Eagles should have
0: done a lot of things differently than how they did. Oh. <laughs> but Dallas, Dallas's defense has been pretty good. I mean, they, they've gave up some big point totals. I mean, 35 uh 29 points to the Patriots is not ideal. 28 to Carolina, also not ideal. If you're giving up three touchdowns to the Eagles, something's wrong on defense, but uh it, it, they've been good enough because the offense has been able to propel them to victories, they're five and one. Which is almost ridiculous reading out loud because I don't know. Everyone said that the NFC East wouldn't be wouldn't be good this year with no good teams, and whatever team won would just sneak in. Well, not sneak in because they're guaranteed, but would would be some nine and seven team. And instead Dallas has been dominant.
1: Yeah. They've been real
0: dominant. Um, yeah, I
1: think Dallas is really gonna surprise people this year. I mean, they already have, but I think they'll, they'll have a deep playoff run. Um, OK, uh, let's talk about some struggling teams. Um, you want to go first again, Alex?
0: No, I would love to. <laughs> first, well, with my struggling team that I chose, um, it's it's the Colts headed by my not so favorite quarterback, Carson Wentz. Um, I, the the Colts started two and four, and I think that's not going to keep up. I'm going to say right out because the the colts's first 6 weeks has basically been murders, bro. I'll I'll say first 5 because week 6 they played Houston who's a joke. Yeah. But your your first 5 weeks you have Seattle, the Rams, the Titans, the Dolphins and the Ravens. That's that's like as bad as you can get. They won the one game that you would expect them to win in in Miami. But
1: it's an awful schedule for them. That that is
0: brutal. Like they they the record pretty much shows how you would expect them to be with playing those teams they kept them close like seattle they lost by 12 the rams they only lost by a field goal and baltimore they only lost by a touchdown so they, they played well carson wentz has genuinely played well as much as i don't like that
1: let me interject for a second carson wentz has 1500 passing yards 64 completion percentage nine to one touchdown to pick ratio he's been incredible. I mean, well, they haven't won games. They haven't won games and that's an issue, but I really do think if the Colts start winning games, I think, you know, Carson Wentz looks great right now. Um, I think the Colts are going to, uh, definitely start winning some games. I think they're going to threaten the Titans to win that division. Um, yeah, well, my take
0: outside of last year i think that's pretty standard for carson once he's never been a guy that throws t- uh, a lot of interceptions and his completion pe- percentage has always been pretty good
1: yeah but i think i think we need to just highlight his stats look great right now he doesn't have the best receivers or weapons he has a good o-line, a it, good, helps, great o-line it, it helps him me. a
0: lot to have that great running game headed by jonathan taylor yeah, he, he never had anything like that with the Eagles. So the, the team was more on his shoulders. He's not at this point in his career is not going to be a guy that propels you to a lot of wins himself. Like he's not going to be a guy that wins you the Super Bowl, but he can be a guy that you win the Super Bowl with, if you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, no, I, I definitely think, um you know, I know what you're saying. And I definitely do think that um, people aren't going to give him the credit for how good he's been this year
0: just because of how awful he was last year. And because of his exit with the Eagles that I'm, yeah, about, yeah. I'm totally not mad about still
1: <laughs> yeah
0: um anyway so yeah you think the colts are going to improve I, th- I think the colts are going to improve yeah. looking at the a- the afc standings i i think they'll also be able to sneak into a playoff spot i think the last three wild. i think the three card teams are going to be cincinnati kansas city and uh indianapolis mm-hmm. so i think they'll be the last wild card team which which would put them against as it stands the chargers and I don't think that game would go so well with the Colts because I think the charges are legit. No. Yeah. I agree with that. But a, a playoff year for Carson Wentz, I think would be in his first year with Frank Reich again, I think would be a wild success for the Colts.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I agree with that. Um, and so I'm going to, uh, for my struggling team, I'm going to talk about a team that you just mentioned in your wild card, um, Kansas city chiefs. And this one was a curveball, honestly. I mean, you know, I think there, there could have been a little speculation that, you know, maybe they would um, have a little bit of a, I guess, an off here. I mean, I, I don't think many people thought that that would happen. But, you know, there was definitely a little bit of speculation. And they've, they've been awful on the defensive side of the ball. They've been awful. And it hasn't helped that, you know, Pat Mahomes has forced some bad throws. Um, Tyree Kill's gotten locked up a couple games. You know, teams have figured out kind of how to guard him. And so it it just it's it's not been that that um, easy going for the Chiefs so far. Um, they've had to do a lot, um, and they've had some really close games that just haven't went their way. You know, um, they beat the Browns week one, but they let up 29 points. Uh, lost to the Ravens in a close one, let up 36. Let up 30 and lost to the Chargers. Uh, they won, but they they let us the Eagles score 30 points, and then you know they lost 38 to 20 to the Bills. Um, they just beat Washington, but that wasn't the prettiest game. And so um, looking at it, a lot of people think the Chiefs are screwed, and I don't agree with that. Um, like you said, I do think that – I don't think they're winning the division as it goes right now. The Chargers just look good, and I, I don't know. The Chiefs defense is so bad, I just I just can't see them winning, you know, 13 games like they normally would. I mean, can they even win 13 games? Yeah, they can. Yeah, um, mathematically if, if the they can. If it's... they'll they'll win 13, right? Yeah, which my is isn't correct.
0: isn't happening.
1: Yeah, no, I I think they're winning probably what ten. I think they'll probably go ten and 7, 11 and six, something like that. And that that's definitely off from where it's been in past years. Um, but I think people need to stop slandering Pat Mahomes. I mean, he's had some rough games. I'll give I'll give um I'll give people that that he's had some rough games, some bad throws. Um, but if you look at his stats, it's it's still ridiculous. He's still on pace for I think over five thousand yards over I think he's on pace for 60 touchdowns passing touchdowns also like 20 picks which is not good but <laughs> <laughs> so it's a wild season but I mean he's every game he's still making throws that no other quarterback in the league can make um he's still making plays that keep his team in the every single game possible it really doesn't matter and I think he'll turn things around um I think the Chiefs won't make the Super Bowl like they did last year but I think that they're a playoff team and I think they'll figure out d- defensive issues in years to come, but I think this year is just going to be
0: an off year for them. What are your thoughts? I mean, I, I agree with you mostly. This year, I think they're a wild card out, and if not, then they'll lose the next round. Yeah. But the, the Chiefs had two two strange years of having a good defense, and then they just became the Chiefs that they've always been. Like <laughs> at, Since Andy Reid has been there, they've never had a good defense except for the two years they went to the Super Bowl. And it, it's just – I feel bad for Mahomes because he has to do everything himself. And not to say Mahomes isn't without flaws. Mahomes is still the same guy he's always been. He has the same flaws he's always had, but his defense has has helped him out a little bit. He still does the the same thing where he rolls out too much and and that'll cause turnovers. He he goes too far back in the pocket. He makes some some hero ball throws that they're just not going his way the way they used to a couple of years ago, which which is why everyone thinks Mahomes has fallen off. But in reality, it's just luck, essentially.
1: Well, yeah, the way he plays, I mean, he's bound to he's, have some he's turnovers. So and some bad he's so plays, talented. He's so talented
0: that he can bail himself out from doing those things. He, yeah, he he can get away with it. I mean, we've seen Brett Favre, um,
1: other guys. I mean, Carson Wentz. We just talked about him. Uh, Carson Wentz Hero is Ball. Patrick
0: Mahomes without all the talent.
1: Literally, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Pat Mahomes is talented enough that he. Has been able to take all these risks throughout his career. And this season, a lot of them aren't paying off so far. A lot of that's not his fault. Tyree Kill has literally dropped two easy passes that have led to picks. Uh, let, let's not talk about that right now. But yeah, um, I think we both agree the Chiefs, I think we both agree Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league still. You
0: agree? I, I do agree. But did you see that that pick against Washington where he was getting sacked and just threw it up to no one? That was an awful that was awful hilarious. Boy, but he
1: turned it up in the second half. So but yeah, um, it's, I think we both Washington. agree, we we both agree on our stance on the Chiefs, and yeah, I mean, definitely a weird year. I, I think a lot of people had them in uh, their Super Bowl predictions, so you know going, that automatically th- going beat, three
0: years in a row is so difficult. Uh, I just, I, I don't think that they were ever going to be able to do it. it I just
1: think, with Mahomes, dude, he's magical. I think you know, I think any year it, the Chiefs could be a legitimate you're right. anything, contender. Anything, anything is Bowl possible
0: with him. Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback. Exactly. Um. But we have seen some some bad teams not do anything because they have bad they have bad teams, but a great quarterback. Yeah, but Pat Mahomes isn't just
1: I, I think Pat Mahomes is a he's generational. He's, he's generational. Yeah, he's a talent that the league has not seen before. And then also the Chiefs are not a bad team. I mean, on offense they have two guys who you could consider being some of the best offensive weapons we've seen in twenty years. I mean, yeah. So yeah, um, I, I think we both agree with the Chiefs. Um, I think we should start talking about some rookies. You know, we both uh, evaluated uh, the twenty twenty one rookie class uh, very heavily um, this last off season. So um, it's you know it's nice finally seeing these players play that we've been you know watching film on and you know discussing and debating on. Yeah, um, it's it's not so nice for some of them. <laughs> some of them have been have had some rough starts, but some of them have looked amazing. Um, I think I'll, I'll go first with this one. Um, a guy who has looked incredible has been Rashawn Slater. Um, this is a guy who, you know, the Chargers picked up, what was it, pick 11 in the draft? Uh, that sounds about right. Pick 11, and Where I think you, that yep. was, you know, I think he he fell a little bit. I think he should have went a little bit earlier than that. He should have gone um, to Carolina at eight,
0: I think it was the number. J.C. Horn
1: was a good pick, though, but still, um, yeah, I mean, um, this is a guy who I thought would be pretty good and he's, he's pretty much wiped my expect. I mean, not wiped. What am I trying to say? He's pretty much exceeded my, he's full out exceeded my expectations thus far as an offensive tackle. Um, he's doing things that, you know, we just don't see young linemen do. Um, you know, I mean, he, I think he's been virtually perfect, um, when it comes to, you know, protection in general um, on Justin Herbert, he's a big reason why the Chargers offense has looked so electric so far. Uh, Justin Herbert had an awful line last year and, you know, the Chargers line has really improved with the off season additions. Um, you know, they got Corey Lindsley and then Rashawn Slater has just been playing at like literally an all pro level. I mean, yeah, it- it's pretty ridiculous. I mean, um, what do you think about him so
0: far? Well, Rashawn Slater ended up actually going 13th, but that's besides oh, the point. 13th even yeah. even crazier, in my opinion, yeah. Yeah, but um, I agree with you that Rashawn Slater's been incredible. I, I haven't really, like, individually studied him this season, yeah. but I, I guarantee you he's a big part of why the Chargers have been so good. Everyone was saying before the draft it was the known thing that out of the two tackles Rashawn slater and Soul, that Rashawn slater was the one that was going to be nfl ready day one and could play all over the line wherever you needed Mm to and penesul was was probably the one with higher potential but he would he's more of a project he was just like an athletic freak that didn't have the the best technique at that point yeah and plus a year not playing football you know um but uh i i the offensive line with the Chargers that's a big reason why i'm I am all in on that team. I was all in on them preseason because of the offensive line additions they made rashawn Slater and Corey Lindsley. Plus the new coach they have, Brandon Staley, has been great for them. They they did just put up a big fat stinker this week, but that, that's to be expected when it's a, a it's a West Coast team playing a one o'clock game on the East Coast. Uh, also happens to be against one of the best teams in the league. It's literally the number one seed in the AFC. So, and
1: one of the best quarterbacks in the league.
0: Right, so I, I don't know how much you can blame them. I mean, they did get annihilated and played pretty horribly, but yeah. I, I think that's more of uh, an anomaly for them than a trend. And I think they're going to make a deep playoff run this year.
1: Yeah. Um, and I just want to say um, quickly before we get to your um, rookie, that's been great so far. Um, I want to say um, this chargers team, it's, it's a weird comparison, but they're giving me some Tampa Bay bucks vibes um, last season. I mean, definitely there's a lot of differences, but just looking at the offense, um. You got so many weapons on that Chargers team right now. Uh, Mike Williams is looking like a great receiver, and then um, you know, Rashawn Slater is giving me some Tristan Wirfs vibes in that you know they Tristan Wirfs came in the league last year and was an incredibly amazing uh, right tackle for the Bucks. I mean, as a rookie, he did things that we haven't seen rookie tackles do pretty much. So, um, and they they won the Super Bowl. Um, so I think definitely the Chargers have really, really improved that offense and that offensive line. And, yeah, Rashawn Slater, bright future ahead of him. Uh,
0: You should get next with your I'm not sure that you can call it Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay's defense was downright dominant. I'm I'm just talking about that offense. offense. Yeah, no, I don't think the defense – yeah, I'm not
1: going to compare those defenses. I'm just saying on offense, uh, there's a lot of weapons on that Chargers team. The line, in my opinion, just looks great. We're seeing a tackle, um, two tackles, I think, that you can say – maybe objectively the best tackles we've seen in a couple of
0: years. The, the chargers are a lot more run oriented than the, the last year's Bucks Cause as everybody knows, Bruce Arians doesn't like to run the ball. Uh, Bruce Arians, you're going to throw a vertical pass every play. Not, not seriously, but that that's what he does. But offensively, I, I guess I can agree with the take that they have a ton of weapons just as last year's Tampa team does did. So, I, I mean, I can't argue with that more than I already did. <laughs> My my uh highlighted rookie that's played well so far is the the number one receiver of the class, Jamar Chase. He he was my favorite throughout draft season, which I mean duh, the, the top rated receiver was my favorite, but a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people did have Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle above him. You stupid, know, stupid. Chase Chase
1: had to be clear number one in my opinion. Chase anyway. Chase
0: made Justin Jefferson a number two receiver. That should have told you
1: enough. Literally yes, literally. Keep going though, keep
0: going. (laughs) But Jamar Chase, he's he's been incredible for Joe Burrow. He's the deep threat of that team. And even without just being the deep threat, he's been getting a lot of targets. He's been getting peppered with targets, which is extremely annoying because I drafted T. Higgins four rounds ahead of Jamar Chase in fantasy football. (laughs) And oh my god, that has not gone well for me. Yeah, I just want to say, I mean, I think T Higgins is
1: a really good receiver. Um, he's been hurt. Uh, he was hurt, I think, two weeks. So yeah, I mean, uh, I guess we th- that has to be put into the equation a little bit. Um, but Jamar Chase is outproduced and looked better than Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins, and it's not even close.
0: That's not As surprising. A rookie, he's, look, he's looked incredible. That's not surprising. T. Higgins was a second-round pick. Tyler Boyd is not a first-round pick. T. Higgins looked I mean, great
1: though his rookie year. I mean T Higgins looked alright. I understand he's, he's it's not surprising, the, but I just the, think the you most,
0: know the most uh shiny receiver it's not a good word to describe it but he doesn't really stand out that much Steagans just solid yeah he's not no, gonna no, be get getting that. these explosive plays and really we should have all seen it coming even though with all the drop issues that jamar chase had in the preseason that everybody was freaking out about and making jokes about we probably <laughs> should have seen it coming because jamar chase and joe burrow are like brothers and that was on full display two years ago at lsu and once again is on full display those two have like a telepathic connection the same way Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams have. I'm not saying that those two are Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, but the connection those two have is very similar to that of Rodgers and Adams.
1: Yeah, I just want to say, uh, I apologize, Joe Burrow. I was completely wrong. I bashed you. I thought you weren't going to be that good. Uh, Jamar Chase, I thought you were going to be great. But after that preseason, I was, a little, I was a little scared. I didn't think you would ease into it as quickly as you did. And so, yeah, um, the Bengals' bright future, if these two can continue playing at the level they are guys
0: guys averaging 21 yards per catch
1: he's on pace for i think 1400 yards and like 17 touchdowns don't quote me on that i don't i don't know I, I, that's just in my brain i can't remember if that's actually yeah. true but he's on pace for 1500
0: like 1500
1: 1500 and like what 17 18 touchdowns right something or maybe 15 no,
0: touchdowns no yeah something something like 15 ish
1: yeah but yeah that's still crazy um yeah <laughs> that that's ridiculous he, he's um, been unbelievable uh, let's get to some bad rookies. Um, this one isn't really a surprise. I don't think a lot of people call this guy bust, and I did too. And Alex Leatherwood. Um, first off, the Raiders' line has just been awful. Um, Kenyon Drake and uh, Josh Jacobs have been. I think they're both averaging three, uh, like low three yards per carry. Like Josh Jacobs is averaging three point two, I'm pretty sure, and Kenyon Drake's averaging like three, maybe. Um, Peyton Barber did have that one good rushing game but the line's just been so awful and you know Derek Carr's been able to pass this year so yeah I mean that that's how the the team's been operating but I mean um, when it comes down to it Alex Leatherwood has been awful in pass protection he's been awful um, the dude has also he's he's been bad in run protection too he just hasn't looked good Um, you know um, I've, I've only watched two Raiders games this year and you know I I, I looked at Alex Leatherwood playing he just I saw him uh, let up two pressures um, in one of the games I was watching. They were just, you know, he just let the guy get right by him. Um, he got moved from offensive tackle to guard, which we all kind of knew that was going to happen. Um, we, you know, he would play better at guard. and But still, you know, just I don't think he's a great player. You know, they, they reached for him at 17. And he's looked, you know, he's looked pretty rough so far. Um, it's my opinion on him. Uh, yeah, Raiders doing classic Raiders things in drafts.
0: Yeah, seemingly everybody but John Gruden and Mike Mayock knew that Alex Leatherwood would be would be a, a guard at the NFL level. He's just too big and slow to play offensive tackle. Yeah, to, to quote your your stats on the Raiders, Josh Jacobs is averaging three point two yards per carry, and Kenyon Drake's averaging three point three. So that just goes. So I to was you very
1: fact, close with that, that, that. Just goes to
0: show you how phenomenal the Raiders offensive line has been, the headline by Alex Leatherwood. <laughs> And I, I mean, it's it's not too late for the guy. He can definitely be a great guard, but they drafted him to be their blindside protector, and there's just no way that's happening unless he no. There's there's just simply no way. He's too big. Yep. And, and not fast enough. And he can't teach. Athleticism. Well, he's not. He's. I don't think he's a good player. Can't teach athleticism. Yeah. Dude, dude should have been a second round pick, and they drafted him in, at 17. He should have been a mid second round pick. It, it's it's the Raiders. They do it every year. and you get into your your player now see i I have a bit of a cop-out as a struggling rookie but my pick is caleb farley he they, they drafted him at they drafted him in the first round in somewhere in the 20s and he he was gonna miss a few games everyone knew that because of his back surgery he was already an injury prone player he had multiple injuries at virginia and but once they once they once he got over that, they were hoping he could be a shutdown corner, and I still think he could be. He has all the traits to do it athletically. And it, it's just he, he got injured again. He played two games and tore his ACL, and he's back on injured reserve. And he has to go through this whole process again. And the the Titans' defense is just simply not good and doesn't look like it'll be good anytime soon with Caleb Harley, he's still, good. He's going to miss a few games next year because of it. And yeah. I, I don't know at this point. Like you can't give up on him this early, but with all these injuries, it's who knows if he's ever going to be able to reach his full potential.
1: No, yeah, um, I, I don't think there's much to say. I think we both think he's a he's a talented player. Um, he could have had a bright future. He's still good, um, but did th- this injury history that he has, and then you know this you know tearing his ACL, it's just a bad look. I mean, not for his career. I'm just saying. Um, and for the Titans, you know they need difference makers on defense. They're four and two, but. Defense is awful. Um, and so losing him for the season and a little bit of next season, that that's awful. And you know, it just I don't know what he'll be able to do, honestly. I mean, we'll have to see how his career pans out, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't have anything much more to to add. Yeah,
1: I don't have anything else to say either about about um (laughs) (laughs) about Caleb Farley. Caleb Farley. Oh my god. Sorry. A a very, very uneventful
0: start to his career.
1: Um so there's a guy that um (laughs) a guy that we want to talk about who is just incredible um in my opinion honestly um this next second we're just going to be free talking debating about players about defenses offensives anything really um in the league right now people who are going to break records potentially coming up this year you know 17 games one more game than last year so a lot of records are being looked or looked to be potentially broken in the future um, we're going to talk about a lot of things but first we're going to talk about like i said a guy who i think i mean it's hard to say this um we've hardly seen him play we've seen him play a little bit um i think Kadarius tony's incredible
0: oh you know you know my opinions of my man nefarious Kadarius. <laughs> he, he um, I, I, I honestly been... think he's incredible and
1: you know we've only seen him play two games um one of them, though, he had 10 catches for 189 yards, and then he got ejected for punch. <laughs> for he has punch. that. Dog.
0: Um, go watch it if you haven't seen that. It's hilarious. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, he was asked before the Rams game, he was asked about how, how he's going to be facing Jalen Ramsey and how Jalen Ramsey does a lot of trash talking. And he goes, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't do any of that smack talking. I'm a silent assassin. Yeah, he <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't talk smack. He just punches players in the face. But he, <laughs> I love him. I no, wow. he's he's great. I, I love his personality and he has been amazing on the field. That that granted two games. Then he I just want to say, I mean, teams
1: teams have been looking for the next Tyree Kill. And first off, you can't replicate Tyree Kill. Um it, it's just it's impossible. You know, Henry Ruggs, the Raiders are trying to get a Tyree Kill. Um, teams have just been trying to do it ever since Tyree took over the league. And Kadarius Tony is not Tyree Kill. But um, I do think Kadarius Tony, from just two games of seeing him, and from what I saw in college, he's so shifty, he's so electric. I don't think there's another player like Kadarius Tony in the league right now. I, I think he's. You disagree?
0: I I think he is perfectly in the mold of a Debo Samuel. I think that is a perfect comparison for Kadarius. I Tony. mean,
1: Debo he, is Debo is also I think a special player. The but way they they're, think, they're so think,
0: electric with the ball in their hands and. It's like, not they, even they just, are real receivers, yeah, I mean, no, but okay. I don't think Kadarius Sony's a deep threat. I think Kadarius Sony is just the guy that you have to find a way to get the get him the ball so he could work his magic with the ball in his hands. No,
1: okay, but I just want to say, I mean, when he has the ball in his hands, I don't think people anybody else could do what he does. I mean, Debo's Debo is great in his own right, but just seeing the shifts he made against that cowboys defense, like shift, you know, he would juke a defender, shift out of a tackle. It's just incredible. You know he, like most players run straight forward. If they get tackled, if they get caught up that, you know, they go down. Kadarius Tony kind of like zigzags his way to getting more yards than I think anybody else can do. I mean, Tyree kill can do it sometimes. Um, But I just, from what I've seen from him so far, um, his hands could be better, but I think in my opinion, just even two games. And from what I, you know, saw him as a prospect, I think he's going to be a top receiver in the league for years to come. And I think, um, in my opinion, I think he has potential to be the best receiver in this class right now. So, in this,
0: it's class, a hot take. In this class, I he, it, there's potential, but I think that Jamar Chase is just on another level as a player. Jamar Chase is on another level as a player from all the other guys in this class. The other guys I mean, are that, that's fair
1: from how he's played so far. That's fair. Um, like I said, it's a hot take uh, about Kadarius, but yeah, I, I just want to get that out there. That's my opinion on seeing that game. I, th- I thought he was incredible
0: he he's certainly going to be fun to watch well no because he's on the giants but for for anyone that's not us he'll he'll be very fun to watch for the next 10 years
1: oh for sure and yeah i'll still have fun watching him when he doesn't play the eagles (laughs) anyway um let's just talk about some records i mean i think that's you know that's a big theme of what's been going on so far this year um Yeah, I mean, Trayvon Diggs on pace for 20 picks. Derrick Henry on pace for 2,200 rushing yards. That's unbelievable. Um, (laughs) Jamar Chase on pace to beat the rookie receiving touchdown record. Um, What other records? I think passing yards record, Tom Brady's on pace to beat that. He's on pace for, I'm pretty sure, for 600 or 6,000 passing yards right now. Get out. Maybe not 6,000, but it's definitely, now it's like maybe 5,700 with the extra game yeah he's on pace for that um Mahomes on pace to be the touchdowns record i'm pretty sure these are just rough no, estimates Mahomes i don't have the stats on, in front of me on but pace
0: to get 51 i, I checked him midway through this episode when you were talking about him 51 yeah passing still touchdowns. though. still though,
1: that's pretty crazy um
0: some some players have straight up ascended into like the the top of their position lamar i i was never a huge fan of lamar but after this year, he's convinced me that he's genuinely a top five quarterback in the NFL. His arm is actually incredible. The, the, and the plays he's able to make because of his running ability, he's probably the best running quarterback of all time. Better than Vic. Not probably. Uh, I th- I think, he's I think the best running, running quarterback of all time. I think that's safe to say. It's,
1: it, it's, it's incredibly safe to say. He's the best running quarterback of all time.
0: And his and accuracy that he, he they got a cannon that Lamar simply does not possess, but his accuracy that he's he's shown so far this season is something you would not have expected out of Lamar Jackson coming out of college. And he's genuinely one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL now.
1: He's, he's on pace for 4,777 passing yards. How about rushing? Rushing? Let me see. Um, he's having a good rushing season, too. I mean, 392 rush Jackson. yards. So he's 65 rush yards per game. So that's under what he did in 2020 and 2019, but that's still that's still in a thousand yard rushing season. So I mean, yeah, that that's going to be his third straight if he gets it. And then if he if he throws for 4,700 passing yards, and you know continues having a pretty good touchdown interception ratio, good completion percentage, keeps winning games, he's an MVP candidate, no doubt. And I think people have to start taking him incredibly seriously i mean
0: a lot of people it's not it's not about starting it's it's he needs to be taken seriously at this moment
1: no no i agree but i'm just saying like i think i think there are some valid criticisms to you know his playoff performances
0: um oh for sure but that monday night performance against the colts may be the best performance i've seen out of any player all year yeah no it was i'm going out and saying that that's that's the best performance i've seen all year of any player i'd
1: I'd have to think about that but actually no 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 i'm gonna agree with you on that um he was incredible uh he he was incredible uh john harbaugh is just raving about how amazing he is and i don't blame him i mean the ravens are five and one right now and they've had some ugly games and lamar has just put the team on his back um you know i I know we both i don't think we plan to you know rant on about how good lamar jackson is but Really? He's just been that good. And he you can
0: easily rant about how good Lamar Jackson is. No, but I'm saying, I don't think we planned
1: on doing it, but he's just, you know, he's blown. I think both of us, I, I think he blew up our expectations. You know, we both knew he's an elite quarterback, but this year he's
0: just taking it to a new level. Well, Lamar Jackson is outplaying Patrick Mahomes. Imagine someone telling you that three years ago. Yeah. That,
1: <laughs> that's yeah. Uh,
0: that's just funny to think about to me.
1: Wow. Um. Yeah, I mean keeping quarterback conversation up. Um we we both I think have the opinion that rookie quarterbacks this year have just been eh, none of them have stood out being great. None of them have looked awful. I mean they've had a oh awful I disagree. I disagree. Mm, I, I think um
0: Zach Wilson's been awful so far. Justin Fields has been horrific, if you ask <sighs> me. I,
1: okay. I think he's looked not not the best. I was a big Fields guy going in, but I think naggy is just holding them back
0: he definitely is but fields has just not been good by any stretch of the imagination fields has been bad i would go out to say i I, like he's been awful he's made some
1: great throws though i mean so i I do agree his performances haven't been the best but he already has a connection with darnell mooney um i think he's gonna be good quarterback i'm not gonna say he's he's
0: made some boneheaded decisions so far i can name two off top of my head in the Packers game. Like, the one, the one play where he thought he had a free play and he threw a pick in the end zone, I'll give him that one because he should have had a free play. The defender literally jumped. But he he had another one where he threw a pick right in the back of the end zone to Darnell Savage, I believe it was, where it was nowhere near his intended receiver. He had Allen Robinson wide open, no one within 10 yards of him on a deep touchdown and straight up just ignored him, missed him. No, and yeah, he's... And it's just, he, he runs too much. It's not good. He's, he's not a good quarterback.
1: I can make At an argument minute. though, that all the rookie quarterbacks are having similar issues with the exception of Mac McCorkle Jones. Mac Jones has been very good. He's I... been the best rookie quarterback so far, which go I think figure. We, go figure. I think we, I, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's not crazy to me. I mean, he definitely has, I guess the highest ceiling, Maybe, I guess you could say, maybe not, not highest ceiling, highest floor when it came to those rookie quarterbacks. He was NFL ready. Just like people were like, what kind of potential does he have? Um, Yeah, but he's looked great. Um, And yeah, um, you know, we talked about a lot of great stuff. Um, This season has went crazy so far. I think, you know, there's a lot of things looking forward. Do you agree, Alex?
0: I, I definitely am looking forward to this as a football fan, not as an Eagles fan. (laughs)
1: <laughs> agreed uh i think playoffs are going to be good super bowl is going to be great this year and i mean yeah um this is it i, th- I think that's it um you got anything else alex you think I we think need to we're address good to go okay i mean this was goal line stuff um thanks for listening i hope you enjoyed and we will see you next time Bye bye